and welcome to Try Not to Die, where we are celebrating our second ever Frost Joy. Bing bong, bing bong, bing bong, bing bong. That's right, it's been <laughs> one whole year since we all first celebrated the famous legend of Giorno Brina. I'm your druidic magi, Lisa Condemi, and I'm here with my festive foe. The Christmas fool, a Christmas tool. Maybe I'll just be a little Christmas cool. It's Noah Perito. If you're surprised to hear me talking, so am I. Much like the Grinch, I have bundled this episode up into the sack in my sleigh and will be making away with it before anyone can say who. Without further ado, I would like for you to close your eyes and imagine the city of Aurelia in the snow. It is the eve of frost joy, and high above the cloud carvers, tiny crystalline snowflakes begin to waft down through the pollution-filled air. When they hit the asphalt, they'll turn to disgusting gray slush beneath tired, busy feet, but for now, they are each one perfect and unique. We wind our way, as the pigeon flies, through the city districts, all betwinkling with fairy lights, windows aglow with hearth fire, and we arrive somewhere familiar, at the University of Aurelia. Not far from Sir Cassandra's divination tower, actually, lie the apartments of one Professor Wilbur Snillman, who heads the School of Transmutation. It's a cozy, multi-floored flat, a sort of old-town brick exterior. Its insides are filled with mid-century furniture and warm, rich woods and fabrics. And on the main floor, Professor Wilbur Snillman is already in his four-poster bed, snoring with his lights out. But the floor above them is home to a smaller, more modest loft where one creature remains awake. Noah, would you like to introduce your character and tell us a little bit about what your quarters may look like? Yes, I would love to. All right, I am adorable. I am a, <laughs> I am a Kenku or crow folk, um, a bit small for my age, with big orange eyes, raven black feathers, and beak, wearing a kind of hooded red robe that is embroidered with a number of golden patches of these like various objects and shapes. Um, it's it's almost kind of like a little page boy uniform, and I pretty much wear it even when I'm not on the clock, so to speak. Though I am kind of always on the clock. You're like the kid who wears their Eagle Scout uniform to school. <laughs> yes. I'm like, well, I have it afterwards, so I, I might as well wear it to school. Um, so <laughs> um, I am all, I'm all bundled up because I'm very, very small. I've got like a yellow scarf um, and a little like leather rucksack. Um, and my little room is akin to Harry Potter under the <laughs> stairs oh, levels. It is very, very covered. Like there's just some small decorations, lots of drawings and um, little scribbles and a lot of torn pages from books and stuff. It, it kind of looks like um, someone who would be maybe studying for something if they were in university, like someone who is ever trying to learn and learn and learn, but perhaps isn't that good or that, you know, well organized at doing it. Um, and I'm, I'm probably up there just uh, reading a book or getting all my things together because it is Frost Joy Eve and I, I want to make sure that the professor has everything they need. Great. So, fool, it's the night before Frost Joy and all through your flat, not a sound can be heard, not even a pigeon's wing flap. 
You got two beef patties stowed in the fridge with saran wrap, and I'm assuming that you're about to put your little PJs on with a little PJ hat. Because mm-hmm. it's about 11.55 p.m., and the professor has given you a rare day off tomorrow, mostly because he kind of expects to be hungover. <laughs> so you've maybe stayed up a little bit later than you normally would. Is there anything that you're doing with your Frost Joy Eve before you head to sleep? Hmm... Probably just making sure that I've wrapped up all of the gifts that I have gotten for both the professor as well as for as, like pretty much as many of the faculty that I possibly can give gifts to. I, I, I think Fool kind of, um, no one has ever expected or asked this of them, but they, whenever they like, someone is nice to them, they're like, oh, I have to get them a gift on Frost Joy. So Adorable. they're like, are like ra- quickly wrapping anything they haven't for- um, forgotten to get done. And do you usually get Frost Joy presents? Absolutely not. Okay. No, 100%. <laughs> um, like Mickey Mouse in Fantasia, I am, I am very little paid attention to by the wizards here. I'm running around trying to get their attention and do fun things, but they are um, a little busy. You are surrounded by gifts. You're sitting on the floor, curling ribbons and snipping tape and tying bows on things. And you kind of wind up your night tucking uh, the presents underneath uh, your bed a little bit so they're hidden. And you hop up onto your little cot. In the distance, you can hear the toll of the Church of the Wilds bells ringing through the city as the clock strikes midnight. And your eyelids start to feel heavy as you appreciate the tidy little crackling fire that's nestled in the fireplace across the room. Give me a perception check. I'd love to. My first roll, and I will use my gold dice because it's fool's gold. And that is a natural six plus (laughs) (laughs) plus my bonus perception. Ooh, plus five. Okay, 11. Ah, amazing. This was a DC 10 perception check. Ooh, yes. Fool, you're gazing at the fire, your eyelids starting to droop, and there's like a little something poking at the back of your brain. You don't have a fireplace. There's a new fireplace in your room, and your room is like a full two feet wider than it used to be to accommodate the fireplace. And your eyes snap open as you see in the fire are two beady black eyes staring out at you. Um, in the professor's voice, because as a Kenku, I speak exclusively in mimicry. <laughs> Who goes there? You see the tiny black and white head of a ferret pops out of the fire, seemingly totally unharmed. It's not on fire or anything. In a hushed, suspicious tone, it looks at you and goes, Ba-ba-ba. I look over my shoulder to see, to make sure that it's talking to me. Um, ba, 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 ba. It points at you. Ba, ba, ba. I repeat back to it. Um, you speaking its language seems to set off this creature. It leaps out of the fire. And at first you think that it's going to race at you and attack you, but it actually just starts bounding along like the edges of the room, just completely having the zoomies, like knocking things off of your desk. It like tears a little paper down from the wall in accident. And it's racing around the room, jumping off your <laughs> Bipping at it, trying to desperately trying to like keep it from destroying anything. Um, give me an insight check. Okay, that's a natural eighteen plus my insight, which is a twenty-one. Um, you're watching this ferret bound around the room, and although it's a little chaotic right now, it it seems like it's a 
clean animal. It seems like it maybe could be someone's pet to you, although it seems very distressed right now and like it doesn't really plan on stopping what it's doing. It's bounding off the walls. Um, I um, kind of quickly um, I look around a little bit. Let me just quickly see if I have anything. I'm looking at my robe of useful things to see if I have anything I can offer this creature. Uh, <laughs> I do not. A peace offering. I'm like a quick attacker. No. Um, I um, take out, I like reach into my little rucksack and I pull out some of my, um, my snacks, um, which are basically just like um, a, a very old granola bar, um, which is pretty much all I can afford. And I'm just like, here you go. Here you go. Give me a persuasion check, I'll say, with advantage, because you're offering uh, this little ferret food. Oh, my goodness. I'm okay at a persuasion. Okay, I'm going to go with the 18. Um, <laughs> that was an 8 on the second one. Um, that is a 31. Oh. <laughs> okay. Uh, the ferret stops dead in its tracks. Um, you can tell that this ferret loves granola. <laughs> granola! Um, <I'm> offering. <laughs> he uh, comes a little bit closer, kind of suspiciously sniffing at you, looking around, seeming like lost or confused um, or distressed, but it, it comes up onto your cot and takes a little uh, crumb off of the granola bar and, and eats a little bit and looks at you and goes, bah, 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 and it points back at the fireplace. Yes, I didn't know I had a fireplace either. The ferret is going to, eating the little piece of granola, hop down off of your bed and uh, there's like a little rug outside of the fireplace. It's kind of like your classic beautiful like like hearth situation. Mm-hmm. It's a stone fireplace that leads up into your ceiling and through the roof and uh, the ferret kind of paces little circles in front of the fireplace, just kind of verbally complaining a little bit. Um, okay, I, I get up, um, kind of, again, first, first things first, I kind of go over to the door and listen to see if the professor is still sleeping. Give me a, uh, perception check. That is going to be an 18. Excellent. You hear the professor's snores, um, and I will say any, uh, usually fool wouldn't, uh, be kind of permitted to, like, run amok around the place at right, night. Yeah. Um, but since you hear him snoring and you think like that is his he's had like a scotch or two snore Ah, uh, okay so he's deep sleep deep he sleep. seems pretty knocked out yeah i kind of look around a little bit um look back towards this weasel kind of pacing before the fire walk over to the fire and kind of like tilt towards it can i do like an arcana check about you know see if i've if anything like this i mean yeah, i go absolutely. to a wizard school it's not crazy that someone would summon a fireplace in front of me but I've never had it happen in my own home. <laughs> um, that is a 15. Great. Yeah, you approach the fire, and pretty much the first thing that you notice is that it's not giving off any warmth. The flames are dancing like flames, and it's illuminating your room like a fire, but you watch this weasel pop out of it, and uh, you're not feeling kind of any waves of heat, uh, and the weasel kind of dances back and forth like, um, like it's kind of trying to lead you a little bit. I, um, seeing, like, seeing that the flames aren't hot, seeing that, you know, the creature is clearly in distress, I go, okay, 
I will help you. The weasel goes tearing off and you're not, you're kind of low to the ground. So you could see maybe like the opening a little bit. Mm -hmm. It goes uh, shooting up the flue, bounding off the walls and seemingly up the fireplace. Oh, okay. (laughs) Um, I will, I will attempt to follow. (laughs) All right. I want you to give me a, uh, Either it's up to you a strength check or a dex check. Oh, it's going to be dex. <laughs> I, thought, I thought it might be. My tiny little bird arms look to try and climb for a second as I like cautiously step into the flames. And I'm like, oh, I, I've got to do this the other way. <laughs> it seems kind of small enough that you can maybe like, instead of like hulking your way up the stones, like gripping your fingers, like you could maybe ma- kind of Mario like uh, with hands on either side on either and side. legs on either side, like wobble your way up a little bit in like okay. a safer fashion. Okay. Um, if, if I'm doing dex, it's going to be a 16. All right. Perfect. You clamber up the fireplace. Uh, give me a stealth check with advantage because your dex check was good. Yes, I will. Okay. I'm going to go with the 16 and not the nat 1. So that's plus my stealth, which is 26. You hear the professor's snores rumbling, almost shaking the floor below you. You feel like, all right. I could probably get up here and not disturb the household. Too much scotch, bro. It's about uh, 10 or 15 seconds of climbing before you come out of the top of the fireplace. And although there was no actual fire burning, you do look like a little chimney sweep now. (laughs) I immediately am like, "Ah," um, and I go, (laughs) and cast prestidigitation to kind of clean off the soot. You look at the weasel who is uh, standing right at your feet, also covered in soot. I ta-da! <laughs> do it to the weasel. As he well. does a little spin. <laughs> uh, you find yourself on what must be the roof of the professor's apartment, although you did not know that there was a functional roof. The professor has never mentioned it. He's never sent you up here to do any kind of errand or cleaning. There's a little lounging area with like a settee and a table where you see like a box of cigars. There's a small like hydroponic garden with a little fence around it. Uh, in one corner, there's kind of a worn out charred area with like scattered about components where you can see maybe some transmutation experiments have taken place. Mm. Um, near there, there is a, a teleportation circle painted on the ground, which must be how the professor gets up here at all. Mm-hmm. There's also a chicken wire cage kind of near the edge where you see some paper birds rustling and cooing while they sleep. And then uh, right next to it on the edge of the roof, you see a shed that uh, whose door is open and it looks like it has some broomsticks in it. And while you're taking all of this in, you notice that the weasel has begun dancing around what appears to be a chapter book lying on the roof. Interesting. Um, after kind of looking around at this, this, this strange area, I, all fool can think is like, why hasn't the professor had me up here? I need to clean this place. Like, good Lord. It's an absolute mess. Um, uh, the weasel looks around. <laughs> yeah. Just, like, just dump. Burr, 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 repeats back. Um, but then after, you know, seeing that the weasel is so drawn to the book, I, of course, my childlike wonder takes over and I must go look. All right. You approach the book, and you get a closer look at it. It's about an inch or two thick. Uh, It's got a blue cover. It's maybe around 200 pages. You can't really see what the title says because there is a sticky note on the front. And in very bubbly uh, kind of immature handwriting is scrawled, 
Hi, Stilton. I love you so much. You look so cute when you're sleeping on your little back and curl your little paws up under your chin. I just could not bear to wake you up. Who's a cute weasel? Who's a cute weasel? Okay, I'm gonna go pop by Cheese Plane real quick to go pick up some last minute presents. The last time I was there, I caught a whiff of this sparkly looking cheese that smelled like it would pair amazing with Cicero's favorite ship swell. I'm still not completely sure how time works inside a plane, inside a plane, but I promise I will be back by midnight on Frostjoy Eve. If I'm not, I am in danger. Ha ha ha, help me, come get me. <laughs> and uh, still in the weasel zooms around, you go ba 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 as the Church of the Wild's bells uh, continue to toll midnight. Hmm, that's troubling. Hmm, hmm. I, um, look to the weasel. Stilton? Papa? Fool? Or? Or? Fool! Um. Book? Help? Uh, Stilton uh, is racing around, tapping the cover of the book, um, seeming like he wants you to flip it open. Okay, I, I pick up the book. Um, kind of plop down um, in the, the light snow up here and, and open it up. Uh, Stilton runs up to you and putting a hand on, putting a little paw on your uh, kenku wing goes bah, 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 bah. seems like he's asking like, are you ready? Like, Is there anything else that you need? I love to read. All good. <laughs> Okay. Uh, I begin to I begin to read. <laughs> as your eyes uh, start to gloss over the first sentence, you uh, touch your hand to the page pointing underneath the words you're reading. Stilton's paws next to yours, and you are suddenly whisked away into the book. Oh no! <laughs> and when you come to, you are in a strange new land. Allow me to give you all a quick tour of cheese plate. Oh, Christ. You know, I didn't think we'd get here this fast, <laughs> but we're doing it. Fuck yes. Cheese Plane is essentially a cluster of small, mostly barren biomes that all border on each other. A fondue river whose banks you stand upon winds through stretchy mozzarella plains. Behind you is a vast milky sea from which the river and other tributaries run. On the horizon, a mile or two ahead of you, there are crumbly mountains of feta and blue cheese, which you can tell by the several dark cave mouths have complex systems of jagged cheddar tunnels running underneath. You don't see immediately any signs of advanced intelligent life per se, but it does seem to have a limited ecosystem of flora and fauna. You see bubbles occasionally rising to the top of the Fondue River. And while there isn't any greenery, there's mushrooms and fungi growing organically. And instead of forests of trees, you see vast forests of fruiting spore columns. Mm. As you enter, you're kind of getting your bearings and then a second later, Stilton and you jump as a voice booms out all above and around you. Cheese and the making of it. With so many varieties of cheese, the cheese making process comes down to 10 essential steps. One, preparing the milk. Two, acidifying the milk by adding cultures. Four, cutting the curd. Five, Processing the curd through stirring, cooking, and washing. Six, draining the whey. 
Seven, cheddaring the cheese. Eight, salting the cheese. Nine, shaping the cheese. And 10, aging the cheese. Now, let's take a closer look at the magic of cheese making. You think this might go on for a little while? <laughs> um, I immediately, my tiny little Kenku form is just absolutely like beak open, agape, completely shocked about what's going on here. Um, my orange eyes wide, I'm like trying to gather as much information as I possibly can in um, the professor's voice. The legendary cheese plane. And I kind of look to still and I'm like, so what are we going to do here? What do you need help with? Stone's like, did you read the note? You read the note, right? Um. So I, I pull out the note again. I imagine it came with me. Yeah, yeah, you've got, you're holding on to the note. Um, and okay. yeah, it seems like someone named uh, Gorgonzola is potentially in danger. It's midnight on Frostjoy Eve. This person was supposed to be back. This letter is addressed to this sweezel. Okay, I guess that I will, um, looking around, mm -hmm. I, um, first and foremost, I'm going to cast Longstrider on myself. Ooh. Um, just, just to have it going, because, you know, you never know what you never know. I slap my little Kenku butt and go, yeah, and cast Long Strider on myself. Stilton hops up onto your leg. I, I, I bring him up in my hand, and, um... I guess I will start kind of walking along the river, I feel like, is the most ki kind of guiding yeah. point. You could, it seems like the river kind of winds towards the mountains from the sea. It's to the left and right of you, there are like some forests of those fruiting spores. But other than that, it kind of seems like there's there's no paths here it's, or anything. It's very open. Okay. Yeah. Um, could I maybe... Um, do a perception check to see if there's anything. Looking around, is there anything of interest that makes me go like, that's a direction I should definitely go? Absolutely. Give me a perception check. Okay. That is cocked. That is a 21. Yeah. A fool, I think, would had the first inkling to follow the river. And you, as you were thinking about that, trying to put yourself in another person's footsteps, you're like, all right, well, if this place is so open and there's no paths, maybe this is the path. I kind of look around, um, look to Stilton. Careful ride on a yacht. Wow. Um, <laughs> I rip off one of the patches of my useful robe, um, and I'm going to use the rowboat patch. Oh, my um, goodness. Because, I mean, if there's <laughs> if there's a river, there why a would river. I not, you know? How wide is your rowboat? Um, it says the rowboat 12 feet long. So I imagine it's width-wise a little more over five feet. Yeah, definitely. It's not a huge river across. It's kind of like a little bit of like a meandering brook. So your rowboat does take up most of the width of the river, but uh, once it's in there, do you hop right in or? Um, yeah, I mean, I've got all, I've got all my stuff. I've got still in hand. I kind of, I rip off the patch, toss it into the air. And as it appears into being a boat and like lands in the river, I hop in and try and try and use it. Um, Fool has for sure never gotten to use this patch and that's why <laughs> they're so excited to use it. Um, so I've know very little about boating. 
you hop on the boat and the boat begins to kind of lazily make its way down this river. There's not a huge current and also the water around you seems like pretty thick. <laughs> it kind of smells of like mustard and a little bit of beer. Uh, and still in, uh, you watch as he leans over the side of the boat, dips a paw into the river and starts licking his paw. Um, as camera pull out a little bit and I'm right next to Stone already doing the exact same thing and licking my very my like feathered hand. It's delicious. Mm. It's fondue. You do not understand how this works, <laughs> but it confirmed this stuff is edible. Whatever river you're in, it's edible. So you're going at a pretty moderate pace. You can see that, you know, uh, give or take a few turns and twists and bends, you would maybe be like uh, half an hour travel or so from the mountains. Uh, is there anything that you're doing while you're just kind of wending your way through through the landscape? I think that fool ever wanting to have been a wizard, but not necessarily the brightest of birds, mm -hmm. um, it still tr has like the habits of someone who's like trying to reach that level. So the moment that there is uh, like a reprieve where they could like sit down, uh, they pull out this little notebook and immediately begin to kind of like take notes and draw everything that they're seeing. It's if you look over their shoulder, you see it's very, very simple notes, very like <laughs> few words and lots of like holding the holding the quill with like a full fist of feathers while writing. Um, but yeah, just as like fascinated trying to make sure the professor hears all about this. Stilton is kind of helping you a little bit, leaning over, um, getting some cheese on your notes. Um, he's correcting you sometimes when you're kind of writing down about the topography of this place. Stilton's going, no, no, you know, the, the Cheddar Mountains are over that way and kind of more on this end is the Blue Cheese Mountains. You can tell that this creature has been here before. Um, I, um, as like Stilton's giving me these instructions, I turn and I go, do you know the way, fool? Ba, ba, ba. Kind of sounds like He's been here, but has no idea where he should be looking. Mm. I, you know, since we're just kind of lound, like lazily going down mm -hmm. this river, um, I will eyes up, kind of do a quick scan, seeing if there's anything like looking at us, following us or any degree. Yes. Give me a perception check. So wrapped up in wanting to be a wizard that doesn't go, huh, maybe I'm the only one here who could actually look for things. And great. That's a five plus my great <laughs> plus my lovely, lovely um, perception, which is plus five. So ten. You're looking around. Your eyes are following the horizon from left to right, looking for literally anything to like stick itself out and say, follow me. Yeah. Uh, and you're so focused looking ahead of you that uh, the first time your boat jolts forward a little bit, you don't really notice. You think, oh, maybe like a little rapid. And then right. you jolt forward again. And then you feel kind of a hard bump up against the side of the boat as big bubbles start to pop up around the boat. And uh, turning around and looking over your shoulder, you see what looks like a huge swell of dripping cheese with eyes Almost like it's the river itself rising up behind you, gaping maw with stringy cheese glooping between its lips. And oh, goes, no. No, 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 no. Roll initiative, oh, no. please. <laughs> okay, here we go. 
Okay, here we go. Um, that is going to be 22 for my initiative. You are up first. Uh, you see this creature is just kind of um, swelling up right now. You can't really see any, like, what it's actually made of because of all the cheese covering it. You can't, it's not saying anything discernible and mm-hmm. common. It's just like a big mass rising up out of the river. Do I get the sense, this creature definitely seems like it's going to try and consume me, perhaps? Um, give me an insight check. Okay. Nat 20, baby. Wow. (laughs) (laughs) Nat 20, fool, you are a very small creature. And Stilton looks pretty scared. Beside you is, is shaking and hunching down a little bit in the boat. Um, but you watch as this glob of cheese uh, rolling towards you just kind of goes and like nudges your boat forward a little bit. It's not really the most hostile tap that it could be. Oh man. It seems like it's more like confused i really really uh like <laughs> a nat 20 i was fully about to try and incinerate this thing and now i'm like <laughs> oh it might not be trying to kill me um okay i will if it seems like it's not hurting me i will use my action instead of you know casting a spell or attacking i'm mm-hmm. gonna just look at this creature and be like um i'm here for a pickup <laughs> um, the only just thinking delivery phrases. I must. I'm here to pick up someone. I I've got to save someone. So I'm here for a pickup. Um, give me a persuasion check, and I will say Stilton will help you. Oh, thank God. Okay, better. Gesturing <laughs> <laughs> to the weasel. Weasel, pick up, and that is going to be a twenty-three. I believe. You see this big glob of cheese. Uh, it's kind of uh, cheesy limbs that are like stretching from the river and like almost part of it kind of circle around your boat and go, and your boat is lifted out of the river in oh. its entirety. Okay. You're really scared for a moment. Oh. And then you realize that you're moving pretty fast right now. It seems like the river is has literally picked you up and is carrying you along. Ooh, okay. Thank goodness. Um, I I turn to it and go, thank you so much. A happy little bubbles kind of pop up. Um, seems like the creature is curious about your boat. It's kind of like mouthing at the edges and like cheese is like spilling in and getting you guys really sticky and stuff. <laughs> but you are now speeding along towards the mountains, um, carried in the arms of this cheese globa, uh, oh. whose stats are of a water naga, and it would have been oh. simply impossible for you to kill it. No. I really, my thing, like, my, my instinct is, like, hovering above fireball. I'm like, me, no, hold on. Fireball would have been a start. Not every time you should just hit fireball. Um, I think I, I look to it and I go, thank you. Where are we going? Uh, a massive cheesy limb kind of stretches out and points a little bit towards the mountain and then it points at Stilton and you see maybe kind of a quizzical look in his eyes. 
Uh, I look to Stilton and look to this massive um, cheese glaba, um, and I pick up Stilton and look Stilton in the eye. Are we going the right way? He seems to think so. Um, I, you know, I, I think that fool is ever trusting. Um, and if this seems like this, this creature is going to be carrying me, um, sits down patiently, takes out the notebook and begins to sketch the creature and try and take notes on it. It nods approvingly, uh, as you're sketching. You get carried along this river. You can tell you're going a lot more quickly than you would have normally. It starts to kind of uh, thin as you get closer to the mountains and run into kind of more like swampy areas. Mm -hmm. At times, the beast carrying your boat like changes a little bit in its proportions or like even for a moment you feel like you're stuck and then it kind of pops through some land and you're realizing that you're probably getting like a little bit farther than you would have been able to get in this boat. Eventually you do get to a point where the cheese glaba is trying to like squeeze through some like little trickling brooks and eventually it sets you and the boat and Stilton down on what is like some kind of swampy dry land and goes and settles back into the river and begins to ooze away. One little cheesy finger kind of raising out and pointing towards the mountains as a farewell. Thank you! Um, I fish into my pocket and on instinct, thinking, just not knowing, I just take a gold and I toss it into the the (laughs) the river. Uh, It... Splats into the cheese and then just Slowly. starts to sink. I nod, thinking that 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 the glob is definitely taking it and thanking <laughs> me. Um, and I will turn and pick up Stilton and begin to walk towards this this mountain. Great, you are uh, you are traipsing through a kind of like swampy cheese area right now. As you lift your feet out of the muck, it's. My little bird fee. I, I I do look a little horrified. I, it's like it's like field work isn't what I thought it would be. I think Stilton looks uh, appreciative to be being carried right now. Why don't you give me a nature check to navigate as you start to kind of enter more dense, like fruited areas where closely grouped columns of spores occasionally start to block your view. Sometimes you have to kind of reroute around clumps of them and retrace your steps a little bit. Okay, let me do that nature check. That's a natural 18. I am rolling good today, gang. So that is with my nature, uh, dirty 20 incredible you are keeping the mountain in your sight you're so small and a tiny creature like you could get lost easily in a forest but you're kind of at the perfect angle to be able to like peek up through like the toadstool tops of the spore trees and you're keeping the mountain uh in your gaze as you are drawing closer um you hear some noises to your left and to your right, you're hearing Have I heard noises like this ever in my existence? Never. Okay, I was, you know, even as I asked it, it seemed like it wasn't the case. And still in, uh, who's, um, you know, tucked up in your arms, uh, his head starts spinning from left to right. 
Um, I would like to cast invisibility on myself. Ooh. Um, so I, um, hearing all of these noises and full casts by essentially most of my spells actually are vocal component based because mm-hmm. of the fact that fool casts by literally repeating things that they have heard. Mm-hmm. Um, so I put a finger to my lips and like um, a librarian who was very, very nice to me, but who I was a little loud when I was trying to deliver it to one time. Shh. And I slowly <laughs> like dissipate into invisibility. Mm. Does invisibility affect something you're carrying? Would it affect Stilton? It wouldn't, I think, unless I like put Stilton inside my robes, which I will I will slip him into like my inner pouch. <laughs> <laughs> Just like, shh. And that's part of me shushing still in is me casting it, really. All right. Give me a stealth check with advantage since you are invisible and Stilton is as well. Okay. That is going to be... I did... You know, in building this character, I was like, I don't know. I don't know what we're going to be doing, but I do know that a little delivery person would probably want to be sneaky (laughs) and very, very dexterous. So my stealth is very good. good. That is a 24. You are silent as your little bird feet uh, pat through this forest of fruiting spores, um, occasionally stepping into wet spots of cheese. And you uh, step around a little, like, kind of like a, a cheesy hole that goes like a little deeper than you meant to, and you just hear come right from the hole. Oh. And as you are walking through this forest, you start to kind of catch glimpses of movement. And it stands out to you because it's the only movement beside yourself. Mm. You see like a flash of yellow to your left, like a flash of yellow to your right. Give me a perception check. That's a 15. 15. You see, as you kind of sneak through this forest undetected, you see these little curd people start to pop up they're little like almost kind of gumby looking dudes they've got big toad dripping toadstool heads they're made out of what seems to be like a swiss cheese kind of riddled with holes like one of them you can even see a hole going right through him and they're popping up out of these holes like the cheese that is on the ground occasionally just one just And they're just popping up and then going back down into the cheese and uh, showing up in different parts of your vision. But you slip past them unawares with a 24 stealth way above these little curd folks uh, (laughs) perception. Um, Eventually, fool, you pass through this little like civilization of curd people as they just seem to be kind of bustling around like playing and doing nothing. You see them throwing cheese at each other and stuff. Do they seem threatening at all? Like, does it seem like me turning invisible is obviously fool being like, I don't know the threat. Mm -hmm. Do I feel like they are a threat while I'm like sneaking through? Uh, Give me an insight check. Okay. 17 plus my insight. So 
20, dirty 20. Excellent. Um, they don't seem threatening to you right now, although they do seem to be being uh, very mischievous with each other. Mm. Uh, you see as they're kind of like collectively spawning and then disappearing out of this goop. They're like hiding behind trees and like chasing around each other. You see occasionally one reaches down and grabs a scoop of cheese and like slimes another one in the face. Like they're definitely fucking around with each other. Okay. They're not hurting each other. Just playful mischief. But, yeah, they seem they seem kind of like trouble causers. Okay, okay. Um, Someone goes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was literally my next move was to 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 kind of like even though we're um still and it's technically like hidden in me and would be visible if I pulled out, I was gonna lean in. You hear him grumbling. <laughs> I'm just like, <laughs> I nod and I go, okay, troublemakers, got it. Um, and I guess I will continue to sneak as That's long fun. as you know I don't see anything. If, as long as I don't see them doing anything hostile or doing any or have anything that looks of note, I will continue on. You seem like they, you feel like they're just kind of running around their day, having little cheese fights. Doesn't seem like these creatures have much of a purpose other than just like inhabiting this forest, and harassing, like, harassing <laughs> passerby. Yeah. So eventually, fool, you start to draw nearer to the foot of the mountains. Crags of sharp cheddar are starting to rise up from the ground around you, and the land that you enter transitions from swampy to more hilly and pastoral, with gurgling cheese tributaries running down off the mountains and trickling around you. Um, You're kind of entering into, it's almost a little bit of a bottleneck. This swampy land uh, funnels into like a ring of mountains, if you can imagine. So you are now sort of in like this enclosed pastoral area. And as you're drawing closer to the base of these mountains, um, give me a perception check. Okay. Rolling pretty good, gang. This is all, all going right. to come back to haunt me in the past, or in the past, in the future. <laughs> um, that is a dirty 19. Wow. Incredible. This seems like it is a wild kind of meadow like the cheese is lowered to the ground and seems not kept but kind of like less wild than the areas that you have come through Mm. Um, and as you're walking and looking around you you hear a sound not too far off you hear a ah the legendary cow. Um, I, I like kind of pop my head up, kind of big orange eyes, looking through the meadow. Uh, ha- have I been traveling for more than an hour since casting Invisibility? No, I'll say because of the. Uh, no, that was uh, not that long ago. Not long ago. Yeah. Okay, Long Strider's probably done because that's only an hour. But I will keep invisible, kind of pop my head up, and see if I see any sort of beasts, any legendary cows. You see uh, what appears to be a herd of cows uh, in front of you, not too far. Uh, You've been kind of wondering logically, like, where they're getting the milk from. (laughs) This still really doesn't answer any questions. But there are at least cows here. And they wander around this meadowland, grazing on cheese. Again, don't question it. Um, And as you're walking, since you had such a good perception check, your robe snags on something. And... Looking down, you see, like, almost like a little wooden notch in the ground. Ooh, I I pause, 
look around a little bit, bend over, and I think if it looks like a notch, I'm gonna try and like pull on it, see if it if it's like a door or if it's something that could be pulled out of the ground. You get a little closer to it, you try to pull it out. It's about um it's like a wooden kind of stake in the ground, about palm sized. You pull it out of the ground and it does it does eventually come out with kind of a suck. It seems like it was uh down pretty deep and looking around to your left and right you see more of these little wooden notches in the ground and you realize that it's like the remains of a fence maybe as if this could have once been an enclosed pasture and the posts have deteriorated to the point where they're barely visible but it seems as though there was once some kind of man-made structure here Ooh. And do I see evidence of that structure now that I've kind of identified the fence? Like, do I see anything else or is it just the... The fence is just the structure that you see, but it's the first thing that you've seen besides your boat, which you brought, that's been made of wood here. Everything else has been fully made of just this, like, cheese culture, enzyme, family. Um, But you see the uh, posts of the fence kind of... um, closing off this like entrance into the mountains a little bit um, and ahead of you at the base of the mountain you see that the pasture is enclosed around a wickedly jagged mouth of a huge cavern and before you even see the telltale glimmer you smell the most delicious umami scent wafting from the mouth of a cave and Stilton points and goes bow, 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 bow. Um, I open my mouth and the voice of <laughs> that the narrator of this realm comes through that is aging the cheese um, <laughs> and I follow Stilton's point and I'm going to try and sneak my way kind of through the herd into like towards this cavern to go inside alright If there doesn't seem to be anything around here anyways. There's just cows. It seems like the cows are uh, pretty non-hostile. They are just wandering around grazing. And occasionally, uh, you know, you might brush by one and its tail kind of flicks. But uh, you draw closer to the mouth of the cave. Is there anything that you would like to do? Um, hmm, I think, does it look, does it look dark in here? It looks pretty dark. You can see the cave does appear to be made out of this glittering, fragrant cheese that is just wafting towards okay. you. You can tell that there's kind of like a bend in the cave. Like you can't really see like down straight into it. But uh, like in order to really see what was inside the tunnels, you might have to go inside and then like hang a right and see if there's like an, a bigger space that opened up. Okay. You're kind of near the mouth of the cave. Yeah, I would say at this point I've gotten there. I'm, st- I'm still invisible for now, just kind of keeping low. Okay. Give me a perception check. Lots of those this session. Love them. <laughs> They're my favorite kind. That's a good lord. Okay, that's a 23 or 22. Incredible. Uh, as you pull closer to the mouth of the cave and you're looking up in wonder at this jagged, sparkly cheese, you see kind of like a notch of cheese is sticking out of the cave wall and hanging there is a bag. A bag? It looks like a leather satchel. Uh, give me that, I say as I cast Mage Hand to kind of extend it out, um, which I do come out of invisibility to do this. I okay. flicker into existence um, and I go in Mage Hand pick the bag and try and pull it to me without doing, you know, causing any disturbance. 
you pull the bag towards you as soon as you do that and you point it out stilton goes leaping out of your uh pocket and goes and he's pointing at the bag he's sniffing and rubbing his head up against it um it seems like he maybe recognizes it is this your friends and and stilton points and where the bag was hanging you see underneath it a discarded white sandal it's made of flexible rubber and is riddled with holes almost like swiss cheese you imagine that it could be great for like wearing to the beach or maybe boating i um i tie up the bag it is not in my nature to go to go sifting through. You do smell a lot of cheese coming out of it. Like it's very pungent. It's almost kind of like visible waves, like in a cartoon. Yeah, and I, I do. My eyes um, briefly dilate and then go back to normal as I shake my head, um, tie up the bag, kind of put it over my shoulder, and walk towards um, that to go inspect it. Stilton is. Um bounding ahead of you seemingly uh getting the hint that his owner might be somewhere near he is filled with excitement and you see his little tail disappearing into the mouth of the cave before you are you following um i go oh oh um uh kind of nervous wasn't you know again first day at the field work so i'm just so used to doing <laughs> deliveries um i am because i am a kenku i don't have dark vision so i'm going to go Lights! Um, and cast light on um, this little um, fake wand. It's just a stick that I carry Cute. around. Um, and I kind of hold it up, and then I pick up this this strange shoe um, and toss it in my, my, put it in my cloak for later, and I follow after Stilton. All right. You enter the cave and um, kind of massive sp- Bungy walls are hanging down around you. It's a little bit uh, claustrophobic, and the smell in here is like really rich and dank. Mm. Um, and as you follow the path of the tunnel along, uh, you hang a right a little bit following Stilton's bushy tail and come out into a uh, larger, more cavernous space. And in fact, once you get there, uh, it does seem like the uh, top of it has some cracks and so there is some sunlight kind of coming through and illuminating the space and the sunlight is dazzling and glimmering off of this giant mountain of all different cheeses. You see wheels on wheels, you see slices, there's soft cheeses, there's hard cheeses. It is a pile that is nearly as tall as the inside of the mountain itself. Like it almost reaches up to the ceiling. I uh, quickly take a look around and um, knowing how much the professor loves a sharp cheddar, I would like to see if I could snag well, the closest thing to a sharp cheddar, if I can. Give me a sleight of hand check. Okay, okay, not too bad. Sleight of hand. Another one of my proficient skills. That is going to be a 21. Wow. The opposition for this was a nat one. Oh, thank God. I'm so nervous. You walking past this huge, or kind of uh, walking around this giant pile in the middle of this cavern, you reach forward and just, you know, taking kind of the, the smallest piece off a little hunk of cheddar and you stow it inside of your uh, 
cloak and for the professor. Um, you see that Stilton uh, is not too far away from you and seems to be like digging through this pile frantically. Um, I head over to Stilton um, and I would like to quickly look around, you know, yeah. just to see if there's anything else of note besides this Give me a perception check. Cheese and you know what? Give, also give me a uh, stealth check while you are in here and entering deeper into the cave. Okay, my stealth check was a was a uh, 28. Mm-hmm. My perception check was a 14. All right. You're pretty stealthy. You're kind of uh, watching carefully where you step, making sure not to let any like wheels of cheese roll off the pile. It seems precarious, I would say, mm. looking around. Uh, this is not like a, a carefully stacked uh, stock of cheeses, but rather like someone or something has been like, launching cheese into this cavern on top of this pile as you round around to where Stilton is (laughs) fool knows nothing but no one knows that can't be good as you round around to where Stilton is you see that Stilton is unburying someone you see a a bare green blue foot sticking out of this cheese pile immobile I um, reach into my jacket and pull out the shoe and hold it next to the foot um, and kind of see if they're the same size. It is the same size. <laughs> and that still and starts to kind of scrabble away some of these cheeses. And you're like helping to like steady things as Stilton isn't being very careful. <laughs> um, you see that the other foot of this person indeed has a white crock on it. Are you going to help Stilton? Uh, yes, I will. As, as soon as I see that this these things match and that Stilton is for sure, like, this is who I'm looking for, I begin to help Stilton. I, I, I wisp, I, you know, squelch the light um, and go, hand me that, will you? Quietly to myself as I um, start to use mage hand to kind of pick up wheels of cheese and correct, like, <laughs> stack them in a way that seems that they would maybe hold themselves up a little bit better than just like tossing them yeah. over my shoulder. I'm going to say give me a uh, a sleight of hand with advantage since you are using your arcane arts to try and you're basically giving yourself three hands right now. Oh, yes, I am. Oh, yes. Okay. Yes. 29. That, that advantage helped a lot. Incredible. You are carefully removing and stacking cheeses whenever it seems like the integrity of the structure might be at risk. You like you stop still in. You guys kind of calm down, and then you start maybe working <laughs> on another area. Um, you're getting concerned at first because you are uncovering this person, and uh, they do not seem to be moving. And then as you uncover their face you see what appears to be a half-orc with bushy red-brown hair. Uh, Her mouth is agape, and she is drooling and snoring. Um, I look at this creature. Have I ever seen this creature before? Uh, Give me a history check. Okay, okay. Um, That's only 12. Okay, you're not sure. Sometimes half-orcs come through the university. You don't see a lot of people who don't go to the university because you spend most of your days there unless you're, you know, running errands outside. But it kind of nose to the ground. Doesn't look super familiar, but you're like, this person seems young. Like, they could 
I guess, potentially be a student. Um, I l- put my arms underneath the massive arms of this half-orc and with my mage hand as well, like, struggle to kind of, like, scoot back so we're not in this cheese pile anymore, kind of helping um, them out. And then I will pull off one of my patches, which mm. is, I'm going to pull off the one that is four healing potions. Uh, <laughs> we love to see it. Um, I assume that they're standard healing potions, so I will... Yeah uncork two of them, put the other two in my pockets, and I will shove them in her mouth <laughs> to try and see if if she, you know, I don't know if she's hurt necessarily, but yeah. um, that would be my instinct to try and heal her up if she's like unconscious or something. Sure. You stick a healing potion in this, uh, in this half-orc's mouth and uh, in her sleep goes, <laughs> swallowing it. Uh, still ends on the other side, holding the other side of the bottle, like slapping her cheek a little bit. And you see as her eyes start to kind of flicker open. She goes, still in? Did we fall asleep in cheese plane again? You fell asleep in cheese plane again? Um, and I like, I close the potion and um, shove the empty vial in my bag and put the other one away, knowing that she is now asleep and not dead. <laughs> <laughs> she was just, she's like, I'm like, oh, that was just sleep. Okay, okay, fine. Um, this uh, creature, who you can only assume to be Gorgonzola, mm-hmm. uh, from whom the note was signed, um, sits up and starts looking around. Uh, to her left, to her right, and behind you, going, Is it Frostjoy yet? Did I miss it? It's Frostjoy yet. Hi. Shit. I'm fool. 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 Hi, fool, fool, fool. Just one. Hi, fool. I'm Gorgonzola. We really need to get out of here. Cheese! I, I gesture to the cheese, and I go, What are you doing here? Um, as you gesture to uh, the pile of cheese and yell, cheese, <laughs> uh, you feel a drip on your shoulder and you look and it looks to be like some really like wet, runny cheese. And Zola's eyes also <laughs> go to your shoulder and look up. Oh, no, I look up. And above you, you see... Anchored to the ceiling, huge Swiss riddled wings unfolding. Of course it's in the ceiling. The open (laughs) dripping maw of a cheese dragon is drooling (laughs) fondue onto you. And as uh, you're standing there, its maw opens and instead of a roar, a greenish yellowish waft of pure odor begins to unleash out at you i want you to roll initiative okay 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 that's a 21 for my initiative gorgonzola looking up at this dragon goes we really gotta get out of here but is frozen where she is, <laughs> seemingly kind of really coming out of like a heavy nap. Great plan, fool. Um, and I, hmm, I, I. It's your turn. It first. is my turn first, isn't it? Okay. And Stilton is currently uh, kind of hanging around you, seeing that Zola is still uh, kind of getting her bearings and waking up. Uh, you can use Stilton as you see fit during this adventure. Oh wow. Okay. 
I will. Um, seeing as there's not a need for us to necessarily stay here, <laughs> um, <laughs> I will grab Still In mm-hmm. and put Still In on. I will <laughs> Still In is I recognize Still In is with Gorgonzola. I take Still In and I I shove Still In into Gorgonzola's hands. <laughs> Thank and, you. Um, I'm going to grab her with a feathery hand, and I am. Bye-bye. Um, and cast <laughs> Dimension Door. Whoa. And I'm going to just essentially appear at the mouth of the cave um, just outside. Holy shit. And you have Zola and Stilton with you? Yes, because I, I wanted, you know, I'm like, Stilton is your familiar. You hold on to him. And I just grab her and we just disappear. Incredible. You at the mouth of the cave. And you're not uh, too far away, but this has given you a good running start. Uh, and then I'm going to... Um, give her a little pat on the face and be like, okay, your turn. Um, and now I'm going to give her bardic inspiration. <laughs> oh, incredible. And that is going to be a D10 for any sort of attack or ability check or saving throw that she may do. That is going to be the dragon's turn. Um, you hear um, racing down the tunnel after you. This dragon is barreling, wings clipped down to its side. It's spinning, doing a loop-de-loop through the tunnel. Um, it is going to use its full flying speed to get like relatively close to you. And then it is going to <sighs> exhale the stinkiest breath you have ever smelled in your life. Um, give me a DC 14 constitution saving throw. Okay. And Zola is going to give it as well. Zola rolls a nat 20. She goes, oh, that's what got me last time. <laughs> I got a, uh, a 16 plus my con, so Amazing. I, I pass. You pass. This, uh, rank, this rancorous odor starts <laughs> to waft over you. And while you are in, Ew. like, this haze, you feel so, like, full and satiated oh, no. and comfortable that you almost kind of want to like sit down right where you are and maybe like lay down and take like a little post charcuterie board nap. And then you're like, wait a minute. I didn't eat any cheese. I didn't have charcuterie board. And there's a dragon. I got to get out of here. I got to go. You passed that sleep breath. Um, I wish you can tell that Gorgonzola probably just kept on failing. (laughs) Just the last time she was here, just (laughs) probably was eating some cheese and also did like a little bit of both. No, you gave yourself disadvantage. Uh, Zola rubs her eyes. Oh my God, that was probably the best nap I've taken in like six months. We got to get out of (laughs) here. Fun to play yourself as a DM, isn't it? Very fun. (laughs) (laughs) Being a DMPC is like, I'm playing. (laughs) Zola's going to turn to you and go, do you have my bag? Your bag? I pull off and hand her the the bag. Thank you. She pops it on and she is going to cast Expeditious Retreat um, and start bounding out of the mouth of the cave into the pasture, um, assuming that you are going to follow after her. Okay. As you watch Gorgonzola run out of the cave, she kind of stops short for a second and then has to skirt a little bit around a cow. And then she goes, oh, excuse me. Sorry. Excuse me. And you see that the cows... uh, kind of curious about the visitors have started congregating around the mouth of the cave and are with their bells jangling and while they aren't a hostile mob um, it is kind of blocking the path a little bit you might have to do some jumping and running around ah okay okay 
<laughs> you hear the breath, the stinky <laughs> breath of the dragon behind you as its wings beat. Ah, uh, yes. Excuse me. Pardon me. Excuse me. Uh, as I um, try to, like, make my way uh, through. Um, let's see. Um, I'm going to say that these are going to count as uh, difficult terrain. If you would like to do any kind of acrobatics check, you could try and, like, hurdle yourself over a cow. Or even slide underneath between its legs. Okay, would that be my action to do so? No, okay. I was just say that that's part of your movement, and if you do poorly on this, then you're maybe going to get held up a little bit. Got it, okay. I will take that risk, because I love to gamble. Natural 19, my Ooh. friend, uh, plus my acrobatics, that's a 25. You are so small, you just bend, hunch down, bend forward a little bit, and are just running between the legs of the cows, as Zola seems to be having a harder time of it, and is like <laughs> continually having the thing where like the cow's gonna go one way, and then she's gonna go the same way, and she's like, oh, excuse, you, you go that way. <laughs> I, as I zip by, <laughs> just sliding underneath the cow. Um, is it still my turn? Yes, you still have. Uh, that was just your movement if you want to use your action or bonus action to do anything. I will. She already has Bardic, so I will hold on that. I will instead cast... What are... What would you... Are there objects around me? Are there, like, cascaded wheels of cheese out here or anything? Or Yeah, I'm going to say that there's, like, a couple that are spilling out into the mouth of the cave. There are the wooden posts that are in the ground, although you don't really know what that would do. It's mostly just kind of, like, loose cheese debris, like crumbling rock, but made of cheese. Um, in a voice that is familiar to some, um, I could use a little help here. Um... <laughs> I'm going to cast Animate Objects, mm. my, one of my fifth level spells. Oh my god, you animate the cheese. I love it. Um, <laughs> I'm going to animate some cheese. Um, okay, you know what? What I'm going to do for the sake of both you and my sanity, uh, instead of doing a bunch of tiny objects. <laughs> yeah, I'll say that there's a there's a giant wheel of Parmesan, a couple yeah. of them that are sitting in crates of uh, you know larger wheels of cheese. I would like to kind of um, Voltron them together to create a huge animated object um, for uh, that is cheese made of made of cheese. Um, let me just quickly, huge count is eight. I can make up to 10. So I will make one massive like cheese golem and then two little cheese defenders uh, that are tiny um, next to it. And I'll go, <laughs> I go, um, could use a little help. And I'm gonna just have them kind of like play defense for us, you know, okay. essentially. Uh, yeah, wander, like floating, wandering <laughs> after us, yeah. All right, excellent. Is that your turn? That is my turn. I, you know, movement um, plus that uh, action, and I'm gonna—I don't have any bardic to use right now. Great. I'm going to roll to uh, recharge this dragon's breath weapon. It does not get its breath weapon back. Uh, this dragon comes barreling out of the cave after you. Um, slamming into a bunch of cows which just go flying comically into the air oh, no. um, and then kind of hitting the ground and bouncing on the cheese a little bit and then okay. getting back up and standing up again. <laughs> These cows seem really indestructible okay, to you. Thank God. I really was like, oh no, do I have to do something to help them? Okay, no. Good. Um, the dragon is going to reach out and try and uh, claw at you. I would like to, since I was kind of having them hold, could I have my my one of my tiny Get guys kind of disadvantage? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so you see, it, it's trying to knock these like floating cheeses out of the air <laughs> in front of it, so oh, that it can try oh, and like oh. snag your cloak with a claw. <laughs> my cloak. 
Does 12 hit? 12 does not hit. Ooh, I might see it's 13. <laughs> wow. You see that this dragon goes, and uh, the uh, wicked point of its talon almost snags in your cloak, and then a little patch goes, popping off of it, some old one that was for something random. Uh, patch! <laughs> and it doesn't manage to grab onto you, and it is going to keep uh, chasing. That is going to be Gorgonzola's turn. Zola, still having expeditious retreat, Cass on her is going to turn back around at you and weaving in and out of the cows, go, where did you come in from? Um, um, book, um, uh, that yeah, way. Yeah, where in Cheese Plain? Um, oh, by the river? River, river. We gotta find the bookmark. Uh, and Zola keeps running and bookmark. give me a perception check. Bookmark. Natural 17 plus 5, that is a 22. Incredible. You see that Gorgonzola is holding her bag, running, glancing back at the dragon with fear. She has her bag, like, tied up in her arms. And behind her, there's, like, the, like, stinkiest wafting coming out from behind her that seems to almost be kind of, like, matching the dragon's breath as she's, like, ha, 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 running really fast. Um... Do you have something there? Um, no. <laughs> can I roll an insight check? Do I believe her? Yeah, you can roll an insight check. <laughs> oh, man. All right. Um, I'm going to use one of my luck points and to re-roll that. Okay. Oh, I fucking... Worse. Ah, oh, <laughs> shit. Yeah, really lower than 10. Lower than 10. I mean, yeah, she said she said in her note that she was coming here to get cheese, so it seems like she's probably got some cheese probably in Probably got there. some cheese. Probably nothing significant to the dragon at all. Um, um, I'm glad I used now. the luck point on it. <laughs> Um, okay, I will have. I will use my bonus action to command all three of my objects to attack. Excellent. Um, Feel you know, free to roll those. I'm gonna gonna get them. <laughs> I go. I go. Get them, boys. Um, <laughs> in my best pigeon voice. Oh, that's not my person. I don't need that. Um, okay, so my tiny creatures. First attack. That is only gonna be a ten to hit. Second one. That is only going to be. A 14 to hit. Does that hit? Just barely dinking off. Maybe kind of annoying the dragon a little bit as it is, you know, swatting away these creatures, but does not seem to have hurt it at all, unfortunately. Okay. Um, Give me a uh, an acrobatics check as you are trying to maneuver your way through this cow-filled pasture. Okay. Make sure they don't hold you up again. Yes, another. That is a 19 on my acrobatics check. You are slipping and sliding. It seems like uh, Zola has kind of gotten out of like the congregation of cows a little bit and is able to run straight forward and like you're going to be out of it soon as Excellent. well. Excellent. And then can I use, I still have my action. Go for it. Um, am I with Gorgonzola? She's Expedition's Retreat, so I think she's faster she's than me. She's slightly ahead of you, yeah. Okay. But you can tell she's not uh, leaving you behind. Like she's kind of glancing behind her, uh, herself every once in a while. I look to her and go, wait for me. I have an idea. You sound familiar. <laughs> Don't worry about it. <laughs> um, and I'm I, essentially, I'm trying to have her hold up. I'm signaling to want to do that move I did before to give us another, like to dimension Doris forward. Oh, okay. Awesome. Gorgonzola is going to pause where she's standing and nervously kind of like her, her feet tapping in place a little bit. Like, <laughs> hurry up. Come on, come on, come on. <laughs> Come on, come 
Stilton is like pulling on her braid, like bah, 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 bah. I'm so much slower. My tiny little legs scampering forward. I'm like three feet tall. I'm so small. So cute. Oh, um, that is is that your turn? Uh, yeah. I'll use, and then I use my full movement to get to her, and I guess. When my turn comes again, I'll be able to use my action. All right, excellent. It is now going to be the dragon's turn. Uh, they're going to roll again to try and get their breath weapon. They do not again. Thank God. This dragon sweeping low over the cheesy grass of the meadow uh, is going to try and uh, snap at you again. Who knew? Um, and are you? do you still have your... I still have my guys, but because I use my bonus action to command them to attack, I can't okay. command them to, like, you know, hold hold to the defend. line. So, okay. yeah. Got you. The dragon is going to use its bite attack on you. It crit. <laughs> I, um, I feel like, am I, I can, I can use luck points on other creature, right? Check it out. I think so. Yes, when an enemy rolls an attack against you, you can force a reroll and choose the most favorable. Okay, I will, I will use my second of my three luck points to right. give, you know, essentially give it disadvantage, have it roll again. Excellent. So it's not a crit if it hits me. Uh, it is a 19, so oh, it is still God, going still to hit, hit, but, but it is still. not going to crit on okay. you. Okay, you know, worth it because I'm not, I'm, <laughs> let's, let's folks, I got 63 hit points. Uh, a dragon <laughs> is definitely bigger than me. Okay. That is going to be nine piercing damage. Wow, when you said pretty bad, I was really expecting you to be like, that'll be 26. <laughs> be like, okay. You rolled two bad D10s. Oh, um, okay. This does, you're looking at this dragon and it appears to be like not too big. Like it's maybe kind of a relatively young creature. Got it, okay. Selfishly guarding this cheese horde. Okay, um, and is it, it's Zola's turn, she's waiting for me. <laughs> Sorry, I'm so, I keep forgetting that I'm in charge of the turns. So I'm like, <laughs> um, Zola is standing there. It looks like she kind of wants to do something, but is like trusting you a little bit. And Stilton is going like, like gesturing at you to come on. Running um, as fast as I can. She's going to hold her turn until you arrive there. Um, and you, you can go. All right. I run up um, and grab her hand and turn to the dragon and... Again, I it's because I think that I have to do this in order to cast a spell. I go, bye-bye, and just wave by <laughs> the dragon and pff, dimension door. And then I would like to put us as close to, if not like by, I mean, I have 500 feet for mm -hmm. a jump. So I will use, if I have to use the full 500, I will. But if not, I'll just go to the river because that's where I, she was directing me. Right. You don't make it quite to the river, but you do make it out of this ring of mountains, out of this pastoral meadow that kind of um, is on the verge of this cave mouth. Um, right, yeah. So you are kind of back in this like swampy fruiting spore area. Mm -hmm. And as uh, you appear there, you see um, a gaggle of these curd people. Uh, <laughs> oh no, I knew they were gonna be a problem for me <laughs> later. Pop right up into the middle of them and they go, <laughs> and start to frantically throw cheese around. Great. Um, and I will have my, uh, as my bonus action, um, I will have my guys who are still, they're just essentially going to hold, keep in front of following with the dragon. They're going to just keep trying to harry it with attacks so long as I can. So I will attack three more times Excellent. with them. 
my tiny guys. You see far behind you, this dragon is like twisting and trying to kind of make it out of this like little break in the mountains that you, a very small creature, came through. And, but it's a little bit like enclosed in its territory. <laughs> oh, goodness. I am um, terrified. My And so are my little cheese friends. The two <laughs> tiny ones fail. I'm going to roll again. Come on. Okay, okay. That is a two... 21 to hit. That is going to hit. Yes, there we go, anime objects. Don't be a useless spell. <laughs> uh, here we go. I've got my Mickey Mouse conducting going on. That's 12 damage to the dragon. As, as the Whittling big cheese thing, away. Pff, this mass of cheese trying to attack. Um, splattering its face with cheese. Um, and the dragon... Kind of rears back a little bit, flapping its wings as it is halted in its movement a little bit. Um, you are racing through this forest. It's now going to be Zola's turn since she held for you to go. Excellent. Yeah, she. Um, I, I land and I go. Okay, lead the way. Quick question: Are you on cool terms with the cheese glaba? Because we really can't go by the river if you're not on cool terms with the cheese glaba. We're best friends. Amazing. <laughs> Gorgonzola is going to, uh, similar to the way that uh, you did, Gorgonzola looks at the dragon and goes, ha ha bye bye, and is going to misty step on the other side of this kind of gaggle of curd people that are surrounding you. Oh, fun. <laughs> um, and she starts um, kind of jogging her way along, although keeping a pace that you could follow at. Um, ex excellent for me. Uh, I'm going to roll initiative <laughs> for these curd people. Great. I'm so excited that you get to fight them because I really thought you were going to get to skip them. I, you know, I as soon as I cast invisibility and was sneaking by them, I was like, oh, this is definitely one of those things that like if I hadn't snuck by them, they would get shit on me. <laughs> oh, okay. I guess I avoided that. And then as soon as it seemed like I was like, oh, this is a running away situation. I'm going to have to deal with them again. <laughs> I should have burned them when I had the chance. Um, so that's actually, uh, it is going to be their turn next. These curd people popping up around you in and out of the cheese. Um, they're going to try and do their splat attack on you. You see one winding back tries to throw a ball of hot cheese in your face. Okay. Uh, they get a nine. Nine is not going to hit. Thankfully. <laughs> the nine does not hit. Uh, you do get some on your coat and go, hey! Uh, <laughs> but other than that, it's just kind of uh, dancing and uh, jumping around you going Okay, you little ass. Uh, <laughs> uh, and, and the dragon is still like pretty far from me, me now. Yeah, right? the dragon is a good distance behind you, although I will say uh, the dragon is... You've seen it move pretty fast as well. Yeah. I imagine. I mean, my anime objects can only go thirty feet, so eventually they're gonna run. Mm -hmm. not, they're not gonna be as useful. It's it's um, been a little bit deterred, but it still seems really angry as you and Gorgonzola are running away, and the smell of cheese is wafting around you. Okay. Uh, <laughs> you see your giant uh, behemoth Parmesan crate monsters just kind of like stomping around the area where the dragon is flying over and like uh, occasionally like hovering and then floating back down hovering and like tapping at the dragon's leg. <laughs> oh, useless, I say in <laughs> Dean Flagentrix's voice. <laughs> I'm going to roll to regain the dragon's breath weapon. It does not get it. Rolling really bad for that. Um, the dragon is going to keep flying towards you in hot pursuit. Um, it 
it cannot get close enough to you to do anything, but it is on your tail. All right. That is now going to be your turn. It has bought me, my anime objects and my dimension doors have bought me the time I need. Does it look like, how far away am I from the river slash, like, the, the Naga? Uh, you, this is kind of about, like, a, you walk to the forest for maybe, like, 15, 10 minutes. So you are going to have to, like, kind of journey back through it a little bit. Okay. Like, maybe um, less than a mile. Less than a mile. And does it look like, if I, like, are these little, um... Curd folk, are they gonna attack me if I'm running through? Like as I begin to move, does it look like they're gonna? As you start to move, they all go blah, 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 and start to gather up cheese in there. Okay. In their hands, like they're really excited that you are running. Oh Christ! <laughs> it's like when you run around a dog, and they're like, "Yes, we're running now." <laughs> okay, I will. Um... Okay, I don't want to keep. I only have two really high-level spells left, mm-hmm. so I'm going to. And a lot of my things are what's it called? Concentration, except for like fireball, so mm-hmm. I can kill all these guys if I want to. If I get, I get in sick and melt these poor cheese folk. <laughs> but I don't think fool is, is that's their character choice. Um, so um, I will say, uh, you see, uh, as they're kind of running around you and getting excited about you, they're also still fighting each other. You watch one throw cheese at each other, and that one just kind of goes. <laughs> and just like slops back down into the ground okay. and kind of joins like this cheesy pool that you're running through. Uh, okay, it a hive to mind. You, like, yeah, this may be some <laughs> kind of like, you don't necessarily know how much you could kill anything here because nothing seems to like actually be alive. Oh, excellent. Okay, then I will, um, you know what? I will. Mere mortals cannot damage cheese plane. <laughs> I know. These well, creatures are powerful. <laughs> how could I possibly even conceive? Um, I guess then I will. I don't want to keep Dimension Dooring because obviously I don't know exactly where we're going and I don't want to burn all those spells. So I will instead just use my full action to uh, dash. I will go the 60 feet of movement that I have. All right. Um, the curd people yeah. are going to get an attack of opportunity on you. I understand. <laughs> That makes sense. I have lots of objects. Let me actually, before I, I do, let me quickly, um, I, I should have looked at my list of things. Ah, yes, mm-hmm. of course. I will. <laughs> <laughs> it's, I, might, I might be fucking, what's the name of that movie where the horse falls in the chi, uh, the, the swamp? Oh, never ending story. Yeah, okay. I might be never ending story. I might try you this. Um, I go, Yeehaw! And I pull off um, a patch on my cloak that is a horse patch. And um, um, a riding horse appears that I call Yeehaw. And I would like to hop on Yeehaw. And that's my action. So that I would like for Yeehaw to run. <laughs> Yeehaw, I imagine, is faster than me. I'm going to look up a riding horse's stats. The speed is 60 feet. Armor class is ten, HP is two. So I will I will use the full dash, one hundred twenty, if I can. All on right. this horse. Yeah, and take those opportunity attacks. You're going to catch up and uh, and overtake Gorgonzola as she is running, <laughs> and <laughs> as you are um, running through these curd people, they are going to try and splat you with cheese. Good me, of course, not my not my horse. <laughs> I say in Neil Tuffler's voice. <laughs> Um, they roll nat ones. Mm. You see that they uh, start throwing cheese at each other and getting really excited about that and seem to be like not too bothered about you that much <laughs> the, anymore. It, it more riled them up, my presence, than got them annoyed at me. I go, on, yeehaw! 
Um, is that your turn? That is my full turn. I can't imagine doing anything else. All <laughs> right. Conjuring a horse You see Gorgonzola sees you all of a sudden on top of a horse, way taller and faster <laughs> than her, and goes, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah! Uh, my horse Still, is cheesy looking. Still, where'd you find this guy? <laughs> the horse is absolutely made yeah, out of cheese. Yeah, absolutely made out of cheese. If you use a patch in this plane and it has to be material, it's going to be that material. Except for my, bo- my boat. That is going to be the Curd People's turn. Um, you kind of pulling ahead of them. They're going to try one last ditch effort while you're in their territory. They're going to try to use their um, pacifying sludge. Give me a DC 11 deck saving throw, I guess, for on your horse's behalf, since your horse is the one whose feet are touching the ground. Oh, and Gorgonzola is also going to do this. Fuck, fuck, fuck. Okay, deck, um, saving, deck throw. saving throw. DC 11. I, it is a 60-40 chance that I get this. I do not get it. All right. Could I have given Bardic to my horse? <laughs> um, yeah, I'm going to say you could give Bardic to your horse. Why not? Can I use my bonus action? I don't think so. I don't think so. All right. Thank you for being so merciful. I will give <laughs> Bardic like, to my horse. Of course you can give Bardic to a horse. I slap its butt and say, yeehaw. Um, <laughs> and I will add a D10 to my nine. So I just have to get a two or higher. Yep. All right. And I got a 10, so that is a 19. (laughs) You, for a second, you uh, feel like a little bit lower to the ground, and as the horse's hoofs, as Yeehaw's hoofs kind of start to get, like, sucked into this, like, sludgy, cheesy mud, kind of, and then it shakes its legs off and starts kind of trotting along as you are galloping after Gorgonzola and then past her. Yes, Yeehaw. That is going to be uh, the dragon's turn. The dragon is still in hot pursuit, and you see its eyes are locked onto Gorgonzola's bags as Zola goes, I don't understand why it's trying to chase after us so hard. (laughs) I look at, from my horse, I look (laughs) over my shoulder. Can I do another insight For sure. The dragon is going to try and recharge its breath weapon. Oh my god. It doesn't. I rolled terrible my insight check, so me and the dragon are <laughs> in similar boats in that way. You uh, cannot help but just want to get the hecky out of here. I'm full of fear. I am I am but a, a humble delivery crow, and this is not my world. <laughs> you see in front of you uh, the running tributaries start to kind of um, get a little bit wider, and you know that the river is not that far up ahead of you. Um, that is going to be your turn, fool. Yeehaw! I continue charging forward on my horse. I will, um, seeing the river ahead of me. You see at where the river just like barely begins to kind of widen up and get a little bit more of a current. You see kind of a swell bubbling up as the cheesy Glaba's eyes are staring in alarm up at the dragon and kind of waving a goopy hand over at you guys. <laughs> I, delivery! I wave back. Um, I am going to... I still have my action. I would like to... It's like my insight check was so low, so I also, don't... Give also, give me a history check. Okay. You've never met a cheese dragon, but you've read about dragons, maybe. That's true. I, ha- I have probably read about dragons, or at least heard stories about them, but I, I rolled very low. That's only a nine, unfortunately. All right, uh, you think that it's odd for a dragon to pursue someone outside of their territory. You would think that its home was kind of where it came out of, and you're like, oh, wow, it's really still coming after us. Thought it would kind of be fine once we left. Yeah, I I look... <laughs> 
chaos around me. I'm sitting on top of my horse as it bounces um, me forward. I turn and look and tap my little crow beak, kind of squinting my orange eyes. Um, because <laughs> this is one of the reasons why um, Fool was like, I'm going to dimension door out of this lair. Because mm -hmm. the idea being, though obviously not a very learned individual, dragons and lairs go hand in hand. Right. Was they thinking, love their lairs. Got to get out of this lair. <laughs> Um, they love their lairs. So the fact that it's still chasing me is suspicious. I will, I look towards Gorgonzola and I say, I suggest you tell me what's going on. And I'm going to cast suggestion on her. <laughs> what's the save? The save is going to be a DC 17 wisdom saving throw. Wow. She could totally fucking beat this, but I might as well Maybe, try. Maybe, but probably not. <laughs> <sighs> <laughs> Gorgonzola rolls a three. <laughs> Gorgonzola goes, nothing. I just came here to try and get some of that sparkly cheese for my pirate girlfriend. Now this thing's running after me. We gotta go. Okay, okay. Sparkly cheese for your pirate girlfriend. Okay, that is that is my action. I continue to, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I just run my horse. This beautiful cheddar stallion keeps me going towards the, the winding fondue river. <laughs> Probably didn't need to burn suggestion on it, but it had to. You know what I mean? It's <laughs> I got the spell. Why in the fuck not? That is going to be the dragon's turn. Once again, you are nearing the river, but the dragon is still in hot pursuit. It's going to try and recharge its breath weapon. And it does not. I have rolled a one five times in are a row on serious? my D6. Yeah, I have oh rolled a five or six, and I have rolled a one God. every single time. Wow. Okay, well, we all know that that means <laughs> that if you keep rolling, you're going to exclusively roll sixes, so I've got to <laughs> absolutely run as fast as I can. Um, this dragon is barreling after you, um, although it does uh, seem to look a little apprehensive as it is approaching uh, the cheese glaba. That's going to be Zola's turn. She is going to use her movement to try and just hop onto the back of the cheese glaba. She's going to do an acrobatics check um, because Gorgonzola does not have kind of any idea that you would have a boat. Did the boat go back into the patch or does it just kind of poof out of existence? As far as I know, um, it is real forever until destroyed. So, All right. Well, Gorgonzola <laughs> does see a, a wooden boat laying kind of at the mouth of the river and goes, that's not yours, is it? That's mine. That's mine. We could leave it. Okay. <laughs> she's going to try and hop up onto the back of the cheese glob because that's how she's used to traveling, baby. Plus, I mean, we'd have to go upriver. She'd be <laughs> the one doing that. I'm not fucking trying to move it. All right. That is going to be a 27 for Gorgonzola's acrobatics check. She takes a leap and uh, arising out of the sticky cheese on the ground, she <laughs> lands on the back of the cheese glob and goes, come on, come on, come on, come on, come on. Okay. The cheese glaba seems to be waiting for you. Okay, I, um, does it look like my horse can get on the glaba? I gotta ask, or if I'm gonna kill, Give if this horse is gonna die, if I'm gonna fucking entray you this horse. An intelligence check. <laughs> <laughs> I could not have been more proud to roll a two in this moment. Uh, that is a two. That is a, oh, it's a three, maybe? Low. You could absolutely take a Two. running jump with your horse, have the horse fly into the air, and just land right on top of this soft, kind of liquid, cheesy substance. That totally holds for you. Okay. Yeah, I feel like that feels like a really good and strong move for me. Great. Give me an acrobatics check with disadvantage as you try to land a horse on fondue. 
Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, nine. hold on. That's a nine and a ten. Am I? And I'm using the horse text, or am I using mine? Um, no, yours. I would say since you are guiding the horse along. Okay, okay, that's a little bit better then. That is a fifteen. With my, <laughs> I rolled a nine and a ten. All right, you um leap up uh the cheese globa as. <laughs> The cheese globa sees the horse coming with you, goes, um, and it's the physics of what happened are confusing, but ultimately your horse lands on top of this cheese globa and then just you on top of it starts to slowly kind of like sink and fall into this cheese as it's like sticking its head up a little bit, looking at you like, it's like, oh no, I, I'm absolutely Zola's never like, ending story this fucking horse. Zola goes, yee <laughs> screaming the horse's name. Yee-haw! I had him. Um, As the cheese glove is kind of like putting up like gloopy fists trying to like assist in this a little bit. Oh my poor Christ. Okay. Um, is it, that your turn? That was my, that was my movement, correct? Yes, that was not your action. That was just your movement. You can tell that the second that you land on this cheese globa that it's kind of ready to start moving and is like waiting for the okay from you guys. Um, does it look like my poor horse is going to die? Yes. Okay. It seems like the horse is actively sinking. Like, you don't really know why, but it seems like the cheese globa can kind of hold on to you and Gorgonzola. But like, yes. another mount in a river is like... Mm, okay. <laughs> I don't want a horse Twitter to cancel me. <laughs> Hold on, I gotta do some fucking research. God, why did I have me a horse? It's such a low challenge-rated creature. I can't even polymorph it into something helpful. Noah doesn't care for yeehaw, but 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 fool cares for yeehaw. Um, does it look like we are making good headway against this dragon? Like, does it feel like we are well a- ahead? You ha- Yeah, you haven't started moving out on the globby. You're all kind of, like, waiting for a second here as the dragon is speeding towards you, like, clipping, like, blasting apart these, like, uh, spore columns that are that the forest is comprised of. Get out of that toxic um, jungle. You know you were uh, moving along pretty fast on that cheese globby, but it's definitely in hot pursuit. If you wanted to try and communicate anything to the cheese club about the horse, you could try. That's up to you. I will cast tongues on myself, <laughs> which means that any creature can understand me. Okay. Um, I've been waiting to do this because I didn't want it. You know, it wasn't an instinct that I would necessarily have right at the beginning. <laughs> I mean, it did seem like this creature had some kind of intelligence. It was upset by the presence of your boat. It was able to be persuaded. Like, you might be able to try and communicate something to it. And it was here waiting for you to help get away from this dragon. Okay, so would we say, are we canonically saying that there is officially a cheese language that I can be tongue translating into? Yeah, I will say that it's that gl- like globbing that is the like curd which might yeah. be the common of this area <laughs> exactly exactly <laughs> all right i curd will speak. then i will cast tongues so i can understand curd speak um and i will look to it and i will you know as myself yeehaw is a friend help please carry <laughs> you see that the cheese glob goes whoa sorry and uh deposits uh this um panting tired horse on the banks of the river the horse stands up um shakes this fondue off of it looking back at you with trepidation just goes galloping off into the forest 
Be free! <laughs> this is your home now! Part it's... part of the ecosystem now. <laughs> There's just a wild Yeehaw stallion riding through Cheese Plain I would forever. <laughs> I would like to please I don't have a wish spell yet. As I know I'm not on that high enough level, but I would like to plead this realm to be merciful on the stomach of this horse. It is far past the, the age in which it could have dairy, but I hope that maybe it will be okay here. You, you do see it stop and start to graze, and you're like a little bit concerned about that. I'm like, okay, that's gonna, you're going to be really blocked up. It's the only thing you're eating. It's going to be a little hard on your digestion. Um, the cheese glob does seem to be waiting for your go-ahead. Okay, yes, I, I, yeah! The cheese globa starts um, uh, gurgling and rumbling kind of ahead, uh, bubbling down this river. You guys are being sped along at a, uh, at a decent clip, and you see that the dragon is starting to fall behind. Gorgonzola takes a breath for a second as you are uh, coming out of initiative for just a moment um, as you kind of get out of the uh, range of this dragon. Um, and Gorgonzola looks to you and goes, how did you find me in here? Um, Weasel. And just gestures to Stilton. Stilton. Uh, Gorgonzola picks up Stilton and goes, you saw my note, huh? Yes, note. Um, why are you here? Um, Gorgonzola kind of like lifts her bag towards you and goes, oh, I left a note. I was, I was present shopping. I really meant to come right back. I just, I got kind of tied up and then I was in the cave and then uh, I kept failing to save like over and over. And then I started to be like, this is actually a really nice nap. It smells really good in here. And so I got kind of drowsy and my alarm didn't go off. Uh, Special cheese for your girlfriend? Uh, Gorgonzola uh, pats the uh, kind of little like crocheted market bag that she has that's like uh, hanging out of her um, bag of holding um, and she raises it and shows it and you see a shining glimmering hunk of sparkly cheese inside of it Ooh, my eyes go my eyes glimmer and look huge can I does it look does it look like an egg does it look egg like at all I want to see if we stole something of importance besides <laughs> just, like, invaluable cheese from this creature. Uh, uh, give me either a history or a nature check. Yes, that is that is going to be a 13 on a history check. It just looks like cheese. You see that there, some parts have crumbled off inside the bag. It looked like this sparkly, glimmering cheese is, like, what the cave was mostly comprised mm. of, and you kind of get the idea that this is just like stealing from a dragon's hoard. Got it. It's not great. Got it. It was that that just just taking it all from the hoard. I the the lump of cheddar that I have taken feels incredibly <laughs> heavy in my jacket pocket. Feels uncomfortable, pocket. but I will say that that cheddar doesn't seem to have as strong of a scent wafting off it, and doesn't have this this beautiful bespeckled appearance. As you are being swept along this fondue river and you're talking to Gorgonzola, uh, you see that her eyes are scanning the sky and she goes, okay, we've got one chance to get out of here and it's kind of tricky because of the whole river deal. It's going to be like a red tassel hanging down. I threw a bookmark right around this chapter, I think. Give me a perception check. Okay. 
That is only a 14. I did give her Bardic if she rolled low. Yeah, Gorgonzola will use her Bardic. That's a d10, right? That is correct. Um, she rolled a 10 with her. 14 With her regular 10. roll. Fool and an orc. Doing great. Gorgonzola gets an 18. You guys are getting swept along as you watch the landscape you once traveled through um, you know, quite slowly is speeding alongside of you as the cheese glob is picking up and turning over itself. It's almost like White River Rapids. That's how like uh, turbulent the ride is. Um, <laughs> but cheese is so thick. <laughs> <laughs> so the noises dense. for this are going to be bad. I absolutely am going to have to do some intense some foley, foley work. Yeah. I forgot that <laughs> Just... fondue party get the mics out. Um, you see swinging uh, a good like 10 or so feet above your heads. You see swinging down a massive red cloth tassel that just seems to be like pinned in the sky out of nowhere. And Gorkonsola goes, that's it. Are you ready to grab on? Ready to grab on. Why don't you roll initiative for me one more time? That is a 16. The cheese globa, very enthusiastic now, um, and you're you're still kind of um, familiar now with the curd language. You can hear that it's just like kind of talking to itself, like never so exciting to carry someone never have visitors. Those people are friendly. Let's not have friendly people come through here. I take another gold coin and press it into it and go, thank you. It doesn't seem to know what to do with that. Now I've left two gold coins, a horse, and a rowboat in this dimension. Um, getting so excited and almost like tripping over its own mass, um, spilling out of the banks of the river. The river starts to kind of surge wildly underneath you. Um, it is going to be Gorgonzola's turn first as the cheese glaba is like spilling out onto the banks. She is going to give a deck save. She gets a 10. You see that Gorgonzola arm reaching up uh, in anticipation of the tassel coming ahead uh, that her foot slips back in the fondue a little bit and she goes kind of like falling a little bit backwards still being carried along by this river but like no longer on her feet fool give me a deck save as like the river bubbles up around your feet fool got a nine plus 14 that is enough to stay on your feet, although you are realizing you might have a little bit of a problem because the tassel is pretty high up and you're not too sure how you're oh, going to get up no. there. Uh, you see still and looking back at Gorgonzola goes, pointing at you, pointing at the tassel, pointing at Gorgonzola. That is going to be Zola's turn again. She's going to use half her movement to get up from prone. And as the river is swelling around her and the tassel is coming up, she is going to try and grab you around the waist and toss you up so that you can kind of grab onto the tassel as she's like hanging onto your ankles. Okay. Thank you! Gorgonzola is going to use her action to give you advantage on this um, I'm going to say you can either do a sleight of hand or a grapple check, whichever worked better for you. Definitely a sleight of hand. I think Nat 20, baby. Fool. You hear the beating of the dragon's wings behind you. 
you hear and feel the cheese spilling out of control as the cheese glob goes, sorry, sorry. <laughs> it's okay, it's okay. <laughs> Tongues. Um, you hear distantly behind you, and the galloping noise of Yeehaw's feet. As you throw up a Kenku wing, and the second that your hand makes contact with that tassel, Gorgonzola's hand on your ankle, Stilton's paw in her hand, you latch onto the tassel and come out rolling onto the professor's rooftop. Incredible. <laughs> you all uh, go rolling quite closely to the edge of the roof, and Gorgonzola grabs onto you and uh, grabs onto the roof uh, the last second. Um, Gorgonzola kind of shakes a little bit of the cheese off of her feet and her hands and goes, Oh my god, thank you so much for coming to help me. You're welcome. Where are we? The University of Aurelius. You gotta be kidding me. I gotta get out of here. Gorgonzola starts to frantically look around. She's racing around the rooftop. Um, Give me a perception check while you're up here. You look up and it doesn't seem like a lot of time has passed. You still hear the tolling of the bells. You've been gone for mere seconds. Oh my goodness, wow. This is time wonky. You can tell that Gorgonzola slept for a really long time. I, uh, I'm gonna, um, that is a 15 plus my perception, so dirty 20. Amazing. You are looking around frantically for an exit as this half-orc is like, I gotta, maybe I could climb, climb down on the roof and I could, and you look, there seem to be two methods of exiting out of this place. You could either go back down the fireplace and then Gorgonzola would have to go out down through the professor's apartments through his sleeping area which is kind of like um like a master suite you know what i mean or there is also this teleportation circle on the roof you've never done that kind of huge magic before but i do have a fifth level spell slot it does seem like maybe if you think you could handle it you could maybe send her away in that uh, I, as she's like looking around, I, I put a hand on her <clears throat> arm and I tug a little bit and look to the circle and go, I'm a very powerful mage. And I gesture to the circle as if I know exactly <laughs> how to use it. Gorgonzola goes, okay, I definitely don't have fifth level spells yet. Also, again, you sound so familiar when you do that. No worry about it. Um, Gorgonzola picks up Stilton and running into the teleportation circle goes, Okay, do you need any help? No. <laughs> okay, she's not going to try and help then. <laughs> I fully, I think Fool is, this is like the, first and foremost, so much has happened and Fool definitely has a lot of like, earned but maybe a little unearned confidence here. Mm-hmm. So begins to go down and... Not at all casting the spell correctly. I uh-huh. I do I do what I've seen people do. So I like take out chalk from my bag and I start like haphazardly drawing on it and like drawing smiley faces and little like little words like go 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 and, like little things like I think Gorgonzola could might get the sense that it's like hmm I actually don't know if this person <laughs> knows what they're doing but I definitely have the confidence. Gorgonzola, who has also done this for a teleportation circle, is like. Yeah, I've only done this once, but I think it. I think that part might be backwards. Oh no, it's 
backwards. No, no. Um, I go and I um, put my hands down and I'm going to try and use my fifth level to, yes. you know, try get this casting done. Please give me an arcana check. And I'm going to see that Zola seeing you kind of um, scribbling a little bit, um, walking around going, I think this goes here. Okay, just hold on. Oh, nope, that's backwards. All right. Um, <laughs> Gorgonzola is going to um, try and help you a little bit, um, pointing at things and going, oh, just two dots there. Okay. Yep. Just like that. Okay. Here I go. That is a 12 plus my arcana, which okay. is plus four. And so that's a 16. Zola's helping you. So you do get advantage. And that is a 15 plus my car, so that's a dirty 19. Incredible. You are so busy in your work, fool. You have never felt this important, this in charge, this experienced and skilled. You start to kind of put it together in your head, and you see the components laying around for this, and you see it kind of traced out where some old ones might have been, and you're filling in, you're feeling good, and as you, you know, look up to wave uh, at Gorgonzola. She's already kind of almost see-through and Stilton is waving a cheesy paw at you and they both go, thanks, bye-bye. Happy Frost Joy. Happy bye -bye. Frost Joy as they disappear out of existence and you are left on this roof alone. The book is still laying on the ground. I go over and take the book uh, and slip it into my my robe of useful things. All right. I have to return to the library, of course. Of course. Of course. <laughs> um, and I kind of look around and look out at the city. You know, I mean, the the Nug District is does have some higher buildings, so I do have a good like vantage point of mm -hmm. like the cloud carvers um, to the east, where the mountains are and everything. And I like <sighs> take a little breath, listening to the bells, um, and then I turn and <laughs> just. Cannonball! <laughs> just plug my little beacon, <laughs> hop into the the um the fireplace, the chimney. Okay, give me an acrobatics check. I'm Whee! gonna say, and yeah, give me an acrobatics check. Uh, you, if you were gonna give me disadvantage, there's no need. I rolled super low. I get a twelve. You don't <laughs> hurt yourself, but uh. The sound of you slamming down onto this uh, kind of stone hearth certainly is a little louder than the normal sounds that would be going on at midnight in your home. Give me a stealth check with disadvantage. It, immediately once I land, I it dawns <laughs> on me what I've done and fear takes over me. Um, I'm going to cast invisibility on myself. Um, which wouldn't, it's not like going to give me advantage necessarily in this scenario. Yeah, I will say just that this to, is a sound Yeah, situation. this is just to make me, so if they look, they don't see me. That is only a, that is a seven plus my stealth though, which is plus 10, so 17. Wow. Pretty good. Uh, you land hard Ow. as everything <laughs> kind of rattles around you. A few more papers that still undisturbed kind of come floating off of your desk <laughs> down onto the floor as you breath held wait you hear silence below you and then as the professor keeps on snoring fool you come out of the fireplace dusting soot and ash off of you once again cleaning your robe um, and you make your way back into your cot feeling something kind of sticking in your butt for a second and then you oh, take out a little piece of cheddar in your pocket 
as you lay back and dream of the frost joy to come. Mm. And that is where we'll end our session. Lisa, this was so fun. Oh, good. Oh my God, this was a blast. I'm this glad. was so fun. I, the moment you were like, "There's a book there, and it's going to cheese," I was like, "Oh no, we really, we said, I really thought going to cheese plate was going to be so far off, but I'm so happy it got so close." And once oh. we decided that I was going to be DMing, I kind of had a moment where I was like, you know. Cheese plane was kind of my invention. I it was. I think I might deserve to craft this world. One hundred percent. Everything that you have said about cheese plane is canon. Like that, it. You were the one who was like, we go to cheese plane, so it's there. It's real. And the only thing I've contributed to it is it's a horse, yeah. a boat, and two gold coins. So. Incredible. And a couple of like, uh, cr- like barrels of parmesan <laughs> that are like just like rolling around somewhere. <laughs> Oh. This was so wonderful. I had so much fun. Thank you for trusting me to always. DM on the main feed. Oh my god, always. Um, happy frost joy to all of our listeners. Yeah. We're gonna be taking a little bit of a break for the next month or so. We're gonna try and come back strong for our two year anniversary mm-hmm. as Zola enters the mountains. Not made of cheese. This Not made time. of cheese. Real mountains this time. Um, is there anything that you want to plug for Frost Joy? Oh man. Okay, for Frost Joy, I I am going to plug being kind to your bird assistants. Make sure you give them a gift. This Make sure you give them a bonus. Joy. Give them a bonus. Um, I will, of course, plug Soraiso, your your art Instagram. I will plug all of our social media. I'll, of course, plug our Patreon. Oh, God, um, and I will plug the Frostjoy spirit. Go out and be kind to someone. Um, buy an buy someone an iced coffee. Um, because for ice drinks are of course customary <laughs> for, for gays. Yeah, in the for gays for the winter. Yeah. Um, and yeah, that's that's all I got. Just be kind. I would love to plug going on our Patreon and listening to our previous content surge where we played Monster of the Week. It's yes. another thing that I DM'd. Yes. And I'm having so much fun doing it. Oh. You are such an excellent player. I love to surprise and shock you. It's my it's favorite so thing fun. in the world. It's so fun to be surprised and shocked. Um, with that, I hear the bells jingling far off and a... (laughs) 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 Until next month, try not to die. Ding dong, ding dong, ding dong, ding dong. All hail our Eldritch patrons. Especially Anita, Ashley, Becca B, Colleen, Eclair, Alana, Emily, Jacob, James, Kate, May, Morgan, Nat, Nicola, Paige, Roni, Sahara, and of course, our producer, Patty, Patrick Bronstetter, and producer, Daddies, Becca Mount, and Rose Evelyn Campbell. We thank you for these podcasting powers and promise to raise hell in your names. Till next time, try not to die.